and they are so sanctimonious about it. The sanctimony alone is enough to drive you mad. Hello and welcome to Nick's Neck for Neologism's episode 49, where we define and discuss the most amazing words in the English language. Last episode, we covered multifarious, ossify, and inveterate. And in this episode, we're covering sanctimonious, mordant, and flinty. Before we learn our new words, let's review our words from last episode. We'll start with multifarious, and I'll give you a hint. Our mnemonic was multivarious. So we had multifarious, and we remembered the definition by thinking of multivarious. So pick the word most closely related to multifarious. Decent, decorous, descriptive, diversified, or dispensable. Decent, decorous, descriptive, diversified, or dispensable. We would say diversified because something that is multifarious has many different parts and is varied throughout. Then we have the word ossify, and I'll give you a hint, we were in awe by something. That is how we remembered the definition, ossify and being in awe of something. So pick the word most closely related to ossify. Harden, highfalutin, hesitant, huge, or happy. Harden, highfalutin, hesitant, huge, or happy. We would say harden because to ossify is to cause something to become hard and bone-like. And we were in awe by how hard our bones were. We were ossified, that was our mnemonic. Lastly, we had inveterate, and our mnemonic was to think of the relationship between veterans and inveterate. Pick the word most closely related to inveterate. Loose, lifelong, lacking, lush, or lopsided. Loose, lifelong, lacking, lush, or lopsided. We would say lifelong because something that is inveterate is habitual, it's established, it's settled, and we thought of veterans and how veterans are often older and established in their ways. All right, that wraps it up for our review. Let's move on to our new words. Our first word is sanctimonious. So we shouldn't be too sanctimonious about situations that sometimes can be ambiguous. People can get very sanctimonious about their meditating stuff. Like, just think about it as bringing your attention back to one thing. It's like so reactionary. People don't realize it's it's sentimental. It's middle brow. Okay, and, it is and, not belonging and to they are so sanctimonious yes. about it. The sanctimony alone yes. is enough to drive you mad. Sanctimonious, S-A-N-C-T-I-M-O-N-I-O-U-S, sanctimonious, S-A-N-C-T-I-M-O-N-I-O-U-S. It's an adjective, and it means making a fake show of religious devotion, piety, righteousness, etc. Making a fake show or a false show of religious devotion, piety, righteousness, etc. That sanctimonious pedestal of superiority on which we all place ourselves. That they are hateful and we are not. So someone who is insincerely religious 
might be considered sanctimonious or someone who acts like they are better than everyone else because of their devotion to their spiritual beliefs might be considered sanctimonious. I have a friend whose younger brother is an atheist and he goes to church not because he is converting to Christianity, but because in his words, there's a lot of hot chicks there. So I would consider his motivation to be sanctimonious. So how do we remember this word, sanctimonious? It almost sounds as if there are two words in there, saint and money, sanctimonious, saint and money. So we can think of a saint asking for money under the guise of religious devotion. The sanctimonious saint asking for money under the guise of religious devotion. All right, pick the word most closely related to sanctimonious. Guiltless, mundane, tested, deceiving, or lighthearted. Guiltless, mundane, tested, deceiving, or lighthearted. We would say deceiving because those who are sanctimonious are often prone to deception. Here's a harder one. Pick the word most closely related to sanctimonious. Practical, paltry, puzzled, prickly, or preachy. Practical, paltry, puzzled, prickly, or preachy. We would say preachy because those who are sanctimonious might be inclined to preach to you about the importance of some sort of religious virtue. Is it churlish? Tell the editor that his smug, arrogant, sanctimonious new Lancet cover sucks. It would be inappropriate to be to stand in sanctimonious judgment uh, of those individuals who are responsible for trying to protect this country at a very uh, difficult, tumultuous time. can't forget that. We can't be too sanctimonious that they're somehow inher inherently different than we are. You go back two generations in this country and they're really not. Alright, that's the word sanctimonious and it means making an insincere show of religious devotion, piety, righteousness, or the like. And we thought of a saint asking for money. Let's move on to our next word which is mordant. The story nicely encompasses two aspects of Samuel Beckett, his famously bleak view of life and his mordant sense of humor. His, his uh, witness as a humanist and his dry, often ironic, usually mordant, always dispassionate voice as a scientific observer of human experience and human cruelty. Such mordant thoughts notwithstanding, the Saturn did its job. Its five first-stage engines lit precisely on time. Mordant. M-O-R-D-A-N-T-E. Mordant. M-O-R-D-A-N-T-E. It's an adjective, and it means burning or corrosive, such as an acid, and it also means sharply sarcastic or biting. So a mordant is any type of substance used to bind another substance, often by melting them together so they become inseparable. So we can see how someone who is mordant is perhaps mean, sharp, cynical, because we can think of a mordant remark as a remark that bites into our skin, removing our sense of security and 
confidence. It's a terrible joke in many ways and a Morton joke. So we've all had that time when we've argued with someone and the argument becomes personal and they make a sarcastic remark that hurts our feelings. That kind of remark would most likely be considered mordant. Maybe you get in an argument with your boyfriend and he tells you, well, at least I don't gain a pound every week by eating a quarter gallon of ice cream. That would be a pretty mordant remark. There are two ways we can remember this word. We can think of more dent, mordant, and dent, D-E-N-T, is the root word referring to teeth like dentist or dentition. So we can think of more dent, more teeth, and something that has more teeth is likely to bite us. It's more likely to be caustic, acidic, or mean. Or you can think of more dent as in more dense, something that puts a dent in us, something that harms us, or something that is disparaging. All right, pick the word most closely related to mordant. Cumbersome, encouraging, cynical, slow, or adaptable. Cumbersome, encouraging, cynical, slow, or adaptable. We would say cynical most closely relates to mordant. Here's a harder one. Pick the word most closely related to mordant. Psychotic, pure, pointed, plastic, or panicky. Psychotic, pure, pointed, plastic, or panicky. We would say pointed because something that is pointed is sharp. It takes twice as long to convert a body of women to some new fallacy as it takes to convert a body of men. And even then, they halt, hesitate, and are full of mordant criticisms. Typically, dyers, you can't just expose cloth to colored compounds. You have to mix it with something called a mordant compound that really causes the dyes to stick like glue uh, to, um, to, clo to cloth or fabric. I've said some mordant things about women since I came on board this boat. I withdraw them unreservedly. They still apply to girls like Wilhelmina Bennett, but I've ceased to include the whole sex in my remarks. All right, that's the word mordant, and we thought of more dense, more dentition, and something with more teeth is likely to bite us. Let's move on to our last word, which is flinty. They have these great big sort of ugly flinty heads um, and a very unique habit of foraging. Alan Simpson is a, a flinty Wyoming truth teller. If you look in, 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 uh, in the dictionary, it says Flinty, and then it's got Simpson's picture. Comments that some Washington... Flinty was the word he used, I Yes, feel uh, were uh, somewhat disparaging to the um, personal nature of people who live in this city, and I wonder if he still thinks that, thinks that Washington needs to toughen up. Flinty. F-L-I-N-T-Y, flinty, F-L-I-N-T-Y. It's an adjective, and it means unyielding, hard-headed, or unmerciful. So we all probably know what flint is, right? A piece of hard rock, and if you're flinty, that hardness carries itself over to your personality. You are unyielding, you don't compromise, you don't give in, and you certainly show no 
mercy. So as long as we can remember flinty is the adjective of a hard rock, we should be able to remember someone who is flinty is someone who, like that hard rock, we can't change. And they are so rocky they won't compromise their opinion about anything or anyone. They are flinty. If anything, it expressed a flinty gratification at a piece of difficult work successfully executed. All right, pick the word most closely related to flinty. Nauseating, cool, greedy, wistful, or inflexible. Nauseating, cool, greedy, wistful, or inflexible. We would say inflexible because something flinty is too solid to bend. Here's a harder one. Pick the word most closely related to flinty. Dense, damaged, disturbed, defiant, or dirty. Dense, damaged, disturbed, defiant, or dirty. We would say dense because someone who is dense is close-minded and unlikely to consider the opinions of others, just like someone who is flinty, is uncompromising, and unyielding. Different Trains is music that dances in that liminal space between spoken and the unspoken, between the flinty precision of language and the watery sensuality of sound. Johnson's stories, as legions of his fans know, are also prisms. They are hard, merciless, flinty. And that was one of the challenges with having told my stories. There was so much that I had hidden, either through humor or through my flinty media gal persona, or just because I didn't want to talk about it, because I was ashamed of it. Generally, uh, you know, the single moms and so on in the media are portrayed as these heroic, flinty, courageous, grapes of wrath style heroines who are just trying to do the very best under very difficult circumstances. All right, that's the word flinty, and we remembered it's the adjective of a hard rock, and someone who is flinty is hard headed. Let's do a quick review of our three words. Our first word was sanctimonious. Do you remember our mnemonic for this word? I'll give you a hint. It had to do with a saint. We thought of a saint trying to get money by acting falsely religious because to be sanctimonious is to express an insincere religious belief or opinion. Then we had mordant and we thought of more dense, more dentition, more biting. And we remembered mordant was something caustic or something acidic or something biting, often sarcastically so. And lastly, we had flinty. And we remembered the hard rock and how someone of a flinty personality never gives in, never compromises, and certainly shows no mercy. All right, that wraps it up for Nick's Snack for Neologisms episode 49. I hope you enjoyed the episode. I also need your help. I'm trying to reach 1,000 reviews on iTunes, and I'm about a tenth of the way there. So if you haven't already, would you mind heading over to iTunes and leaving me a review? Every review counts. It only takes a few seconds. It helps me out. And I appreciate it. So thanks for listening, and I'll see you on episode 50. Bye-bye.